Hey, cousin. What's going on? You looking fly over there. Frank. <laughs> so you want to give away in the sure BYOK BYO, okay, uh, Facebook page. So tell us about it. Where did you win? I won these beautiful earrings. Y'all see it? Hold on. Let me focus. Focus. I don't, YouTube be like. <laughs> and then I won these glasses, which are so cute. Watch me. I'm going to wear them, especially when I go out. To, uh, I got a trip. And man, I'm going to bring these with me. Okay. And that's the lavish looks by Miss Michi. You better get it. You better Vogue. You better Vogue. <laughs> Oh, let me look. Here, here we go, here we go. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. They're me up when, on YouTube. I know they be trying to do that to focus. It's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what you been up to, man? Man, trying to live. I like answer, trying to be a positive person, trying to like be a light in this world with y'all. I love that. I like your hair. Was y'all like that last time? It was. See, you tried it. It ain't been that long, cause I don't even do that. But I'm saying, I'm saying, like I don't remember it. That's what I'm saying. I like your okay, hair. Okay, the headband wasn't here. Oh, that's the difference. And I, yeah, that's the difference. Okay. I, yeah, yeah I took to I took off the wig. I took off the wig and put some braids. I'm in. glad you got some braids. Don't come at me. But cousin, I look at this. I've been putting the, the scarf on too tight. I done messed around and bruised you my trying phone. to mess up your forehead? What the hell? What I'm trying to do is keep it flat because these are knotless and I and my hair likes to go poof. So I've been trying to do what ain't I can. Way, but ain't no way it's gonna be puffed because it's knotless. It don't work like that. Well, when it grow out, it the, the new growth gonna be puffed, right? Yes, girl. I mean, just put some uh, mousse on it and wrap it and let it sit. And then it's, it's like new if it get puffed like that. Oh, but this right here should not be happening. <laughs> you trying to kill your forehead. Poor forehead. <laughs> I would never do that to your forehead. I don't like <laughs> oh, my God. So, once again, you all, this is another unconventional episode of Cousin Chat. Yeah, we um, we have a topic, but as you know, we may veer off. Winging it. <laughs> you know, but you know, Black History Month, like, I feel like Black History Month media-wise has been about Whoopi Goldberg and Kanye and Kim Kardashian. That, that's all I've seen. First of all, I'm like, y'all want to do this shit on Black History Month? First, of First all, day they got Whoopi. I just want to say, I don't even, like, I, I don't know. Some people might feel some type of way when I say this. I don't care for Black History Month because I celebrate it all year round. Like, that's just me. Like, I feel like a month, and then it's the shortest month. Ain't enough. Well, I think we picked that. Like, I think, you know, I'm about to go to Google. Hopefully, I can find You it. know what? Okay. See, this is the historian finna come out of me. You oh, right. do you know? Do you know why Black History Month? Okay, go ahead. Okay, because Abraham Lincoln's birthday is in February, and Frederick Douglass' birthday is in February. I think that was like one of the reasons why it was picked on February in February, which I get the significance. Although both of them are kind of trash people, but that's another story. That's Frederick it. Douglass? He's he's like I mean, okay, let's be real, right? He he did some good things, but he he was problematic. 
Like, if you really read into these people, the people that's supposed to be our heroes, some of them are very problematic as hell. And it's just like, ooh. But that's another story. So I, that's one of the reasons why it was picked in February. But the way that it has come about and it's just like how these companies want to try to, you know, gain money from it and stuff. And it's just like, I'm done with it. Like, okay, like with Bath and Body Works, they had the, um... Oh, Lord. That kente, kente cloth looking stuff. I mean, I think the proceeds was going to a good thing, but I'm just like, y'all using the same scent that y'all already got. I thought at least y'all could have made some new scent. You know what I'm saying? Hell, mm-hmm. I don't care if it smell like cocoa butter. Okay, I'll take that. I'll probably would have bought it. But y'all using the same scent, man? Y'all could have kept that. And then it's y'all first year doing that. Y'all ain't never give a about, uh, I know you have to cut that out, but y'all ain't never give a damn about, about uh, Black History Month. Now y'all do. Well, it's the trendy thing now. You know, ever since That's the Black I'm... Lives Matter thing, it's, right. it's been trendy to include us Negro folks. Not the Negro. Oh, girl, that's said Negro. Girl, and that's how I feel. That's how I feel the thought pattern be, though. It'd be like, oh, yes, let's include these Negro folks. Right. It's, it's traditional what, thinking. It's, it's, it's not forward thinking. So that's what makes me think, like, that's that's the thought pattern of that. You know what I'm saying? I agree. <laughs> and just to confirm, listeners, she is a historian. And I, as soon as she said it and Google popped up, that is exactly why Black History Month is. I it. mean, I minded African American history. Like, I know you did. I, I just want to let them know that that I is mean, correct. Look, look, who, look who raised me. That is true. Okay. Tell them a little bit about, tell them a little bit about like Uncle Bubba and, well, this our, it's our, my, her grandmother, my aunt, and our uncle. They were teachers. They were educators. Yes. And Uncle Bubba was like the history. uh, Was he a history teacher? I have no clue. I don't know. I know he did. I would think so, but I don't know. And who would know that? Between, of course, my mama introduced it, but she got it from Uncle Bubba. Yeah. He had so many books. Like every time I would visit him, it's just like going to a library. He had so many books about black history. It was. I, I be trying to sneak them books and he be like, hell. He knew when you try to take a book. And then Girl, if you do take a book, you better you return. You get lucky if you get some. You caught him on a good day. Like, right. for real. So yeah. I learned a lot. Uh, I'm forever thankful. I'm not trying to cry. Uh, yeah, not going to do it today. But I, I No, because then I'll I, cry. I know. I'm not. We're not going <laughs> to have that again. That was on the first episode. We ain't doing that shit again. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and just. I, I really appreciate that because between them, it just made me proud to be African-American. You know what I'm saying? Proud who I am. Like, I know my history. And then even learning in college, I learned so many stuff. I was like, whoa, that, ha-, you know, learn more stuff. So. Okay. Well, you know, um, I don't really think black history was celebrated too much in the media either besides, you know, the foolery from, like you said, um, Bath. I always want to call them Bed Bath and Beyond. Um, Bath and Body Works. And like I said, we've been um, whoopee. They got her on the first, Ooh, they got first day. I said, y'all playing this out. Y'all knew what to talk about, when to talk about it. This had to be playing out because y'all could have been talking about this and y'all going to do it 
near Black History Month. Y'all playing this. Y'all been wanting Whoopi gone. That's what it is. Because Megan, this is what I want to say. Megan, ugly pig looking ass, always say some controversial shit, and she don't get suspended or nothing. Oh, but here come Whoopi. Oh, the black wasn't really lying. Now she's suspended. Man. But what? she suspended off of something that nobody knew. I was in the um, what do you call them things on uh, them little rooms on Apple, uh, the clubhouse I think. And oh, yeah, clubhouse. Yeah. I, I was in the clubhouse, and all the black people in the clubhouse was like, "We had no clue that Jewish was a race. We thought it was a religion." Like everybody was in there, like no one knew this. So she really said that, like she didn't mean no disrespect, but who knew that? Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody had knowledge of that at all in their room. At all. So, so you saying nobody knew about the Whoopi Goldberg situation? No, nobody knew that Jewish was a race. Everybody, nobody okay, knew okay. that Jewish was, it. like, none of the black people in the clubhouse. Knew. Like, it was it was blacks and um and, Jew, and Jewish yeah. people in the clubhouse and the, and the black people in there was like, we had no clue. Let's get into it, though, right? Because, let's be real. Jewish is not a race, that's a religion. Now, granted, okay, what Hitler was talking about as far as making um being a pure race, that was not saying that Jewish is a race. He's just saying that he don't want nothing that's not whatever religion they believed in, right? Because mm. obviously it was the opposite of what Jews was, but that's not a race. Cause when you when you when you apply for stuff. When y'all come to America, what y'all gonna put? You gonna put other than Jewish? That ain't no mother. That's not even on any of the applications. Exactly. It's, it's not at all. And so the people in the clubhouse were just kind of like, we didn't know this. And so the Jewish was trying to explain. They said it's that, what did he call it? He called it, um, it's an ethno something race. Like um, ethno religious race or something like that. So it's, it could be a religious, a religion and it could be a race. But my yeah. thing is, if that's the case, then why on any of these little senses and all of these applications we have, why we don't have it? Polish, Italian, this and that. And my whole thing is, while we're on this, I heard that they're trying to get the Asians to hit the white Girl. <laughs> big box Girl. to lessen the amount of minority. I First of all, I knew that was about to happen because half them, don't get me wrong, I got some Asian friends, but half them Asians think they already white anyway they think they got that privilege so it it be behoo it behooved me it behooved me when all that stuff was happening for them asians and they wanted our black asses to help them and protest with them why you want our help y'all don't even think y'all 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 don't even think y'all think y'all white anyway what the fuck you want help for Oh, you was one of those people. I was yeah. like, we should because, all, you know, I, I was indifferent on that because my whole thing is if you look <laughs> back in American history, the Chinese was getting it really bad too. So I'm trying to figure out why anybody would agree with not checking the Asian box because you you earn that because they want to include them to come over here. Exactly. And, and it's know just what I'm saying? Like, y'all holler inclusive or y'all holler togetherness. When y'all getting y'all shit beat up. But when it's our time, y'all give a fuck. Y'all do not care. That's what I was like. And I made that very clear. Like, I have Asian friends, but let's be very clear. They, 
they know the black community. They will be a part of the black community. They will help out. What I was talking about was those people that, like, back in the 90s, remember the um, old girl in L.A.? Um, I think it was Latasha or something. When them L.A. riots happening. And and they thought the girl was stealing, but she wasn't. She had money in her hand. And the Asian woman shot her in the back. I remember that. It's so many times Asians have attacked us. And it's been public and ain't nothing happened. Now, granted, okay, yeah, there have been some African-Americans that attack Asians. But let's be real. I mean, I ain't gonna say it's not the same, but the magnitude of it is not the same. And and then also too, y'all in our neighborhoods. We ain't in y'all neighborhoods. Well, they in our neighborhoods and they making money. Exactly. Our neighborhoods and following us around the store like we all criminals in our neighborhood. But here's the thing: we allow that in our neighborhood. <laughs> Child, I... So that go that can go both ways in a sense. You know what I'm saying? But now there are being more. There aren't being more. It's like there are more. Um, black owned um yeah. nail shops and black owned beauty shops look like you know beauty beauty uh supply stores yeah starting to pop up too though so we we trying to take our neighbors but, but see that's another thing too like let's be real we want businesses but they don't give it they don't give us loans and stuff they'll give it to the asians the arabs all them people but they don't give it to us because we black well the money is out there and you have to really like search to get it you know what i'm saying and like you have to know somebody because yeah come on somebody can have a black person a black african-american whatever you have a1 credit and and still not get it because of the color of they skin they have to fight teeth and nail to get that whereas somebody else ain't probably got the, the bare minimum but they getting it well it wasn't designed for us in the first place i feel like the <laughs> anger comes from when people get like defeated and upset like because the system isn't working but it wasn't designed to work for us anyway we gotta make it work you know work for us so exactly i think i think the being defeated over that is in a, in a sense is maybe it? not you know like kind of pointless because we're 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 in a system that was designed to go against us in the first you know to be against exactly us so yeah that's, yeah no i i agree that that's that's a valid point that's why i'm just like mm-mm uh, that's how I be doing my own thing. Try I try not to do go the route of the man, as some people will say. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that you know you're you're pretty much saying that Black History Month is something that Black History you just celebrate that all year round. So there, yeah, like, you know, there is no bearing really in the month of February because of February. I'm doing it every. The whole year, every year, I am black. I am Black History Month. I am Black History Month every year. I ain't gonna be extra because it's fat man. All oh, that man. And that's true. We are supposed to celebrate us all the time, you know. But I think we get those months because we got what the Latino Month and the Women Month and the Asian Month and this and that. So they they want to commemorate all of the minorities, you know, throughout the year. But really, you should. Be proud of you every day, you know. Exactly. Because, like you said, I am Black History. You know, we are Black History every day. However, in this month, I don't know if you got, if you have Hulu or Netflix or whatever. Oh yeah, they have any streaming. All of a sudden, you see 
black inspired this and black inspired that so that is the subject that we actually were getting on today because um a lot of black people are kind of sick of the media capitalizing on black trauma because if we're talking about black history it's not all traumatic you know especially now you know like it's not all traumatic and it wasn't all traumatic back then no one really highlights black uh black harlem like um not black Black wall street then there was a town that i think but i think they don't bring up the stuff that we had going because then you'd have to mention them like tearing it up yeah they don't want to mention that white people are really barbaric and then they're evil they're the devils why you think they call the white devils and that and i think that's why some of our like triumphs kind of get like pushed you know pushed aside the because you'd have to remind everybody like oh yeah i don't i don't know the town i don't know the name of the town but i remember there was a black town and then it just got it just got burnt to the ground you know it's, like it's a lot of black towns yeah but I'm, it's the one in particular was i can't it north think carolina it. i want i don't know i don't remember but i know it was a town and it was, I mean, thriving. It was north carolina it was in atlanta yeah it was an all black mayor all black government near. everything late in the near oscarville that was a black town and they flooded it that's why like near that's why nobody <laughs> that's why nobody be like don't go to like near the lake right because it's like a whole town down there yeah uh, that maybe that's the one i'm talking about yeah uh, i'm gonna tell you this right i'm gonna give backstory on like the nearest i mean this is kind of trauma right so this is trauma <laughs> i'm saying i'm saying I'm saying we are I'm following a topic is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you might make me you might make me say something else, but anyway, because I ain't trying to make you edit so much, but anyway, because you can see <laughs> okay, so no for real. So we're like the near, right? So as a kid, I didn't really know like the history of it, but I didn't go to the lake park because my dad used to work at General Motors and he would always get these tickets for like the near. So we would go to the water park, which was so nice. So I always stayed at the water park. You know, of Lake Lanier, but I ain't never been to the lake. The first time I've ever actually been in that lake was 2020 for my uh, best friend, he let my brother, his birthday. I ain't gonna hold you. I prayed going there. I prayed when we landed on the land. I prayed when we got near the boat. I prayed when we got in the boat. I prayed while we was on the boat. I prayed when I jumped off the boat and into a little uh, beach area that we stay, uh, stopped by. I prayed when we got back on the boat. I prayed the whole way because I was like, I can't. First of all, I know I cannot swim like that. I am not trying to get drowned. I'm not trying to drown in nothing because there's so many times people that have drowned in Lake Lanier and they cannot find anybody. I actually, I doubt that he'll see this, but I actually had a classmate, his brother drowned in Lake Lanier and they never found his body. I don't know, like the. Is there a folklore story. about the souls underneath there? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like haunted because that was an actual town that they flooded to make that. So I, I honestly think because of things like that, that's why our triumphs don't, you know, even with the yeah. Moors, they don't talk about the Moors a lot because. Right, because let's be real, the Moors did a lot. But the ne- okay, let me put a disclaimer, right? I I don't I don't hate nobody. I like all races, right? But if you are ignorant and nasty, I don't like you. So what I'm about to say, I don't want to make it seem like I don't like white people because that's not the case. I just don't like racist white people. 
But if I say this and it hit a nerve, then my friend, you probably are racist. But anyway, that's that's not my point. My point is with the Moors. The Moors, when I tell you, when they went into Europe, baby, they taught them a lot of stuff. Religion. Yes, they did. Taught them how to wash their ass. They ain't never washed their ass until the Moors came and showed them perfume, gold, all that stuff. And I think that's one of our downfalls as a I don't even want to call it as as a people, right? We're we're so giving, we're so nice, we like to share, but that can backfire. Right. As you've seen throughout history. And you would have thought, okay, with the Moors learning that and that, you would have thought, okay, well, maybe we shouldn't with them ever again. But you know, like they say, history repeats itself. Yeah. Until you actually learn it, it's gonna keep repeating. And it's repeating. It's repeating, baby girl. That's true. And so everything in Europe that everybody's so ah over, that's us. Yeah, that's us. Greek, Greek, that's us. And so that goes back to saying, okay, if we bring up the Moors, then we kind of obliterating the history books that are giving credit to to people who learned it from us. This is answering our own question. Huh? I said this ain't even white skin, but when I when I do this, you know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> so, um, so a lot of people that I've been reading, uh, which is part of our topic, like they're really upset because they're like, every time I'm trying to watch a movie, especially in Black History Month, um, it's just traumatic events. Like it's it's nothing ever like happy, you know, about our history. It, and it's like they're capitalizing off of black trauma because that's the thing everybody want to see, I guess, except for us, you know, like everybody wants to see, you know, and, and um, a lot of people are like wondering, like, you know, can we get some feel good movies? Can we get some movies about, you know, good things that happen and this and that. And so, of course, I found an article and um, I'm going to read it. So (laughs) it says um, there are, this is brought to you by the crimson white.com, which is, so it says uh, Delta. Uh, it says Crimson White, the cw.ua.edu. So I'm assuming this is off of a school. Oh, I don't know. But it's saying, um, opinion, blood, money. When will the film industry stop taking advantage of black pain? Mm. So um, it says Hollywood seems most interested in black stories when they're rooted in collective trauma, which we talked about last week. Um, Judas and the Messiah, correct? So, there are several rules within the entertainment industry that are used to enhance the sale of a product. Some of these trophies might seem harmless, like the stories of love, loss, mystery, and war that have headline box offices for decades. Let's get to the point. But some of them can be dangerous. The media, specifically from film directors, have a monopoly-like grip on the genre of trauma. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines trauma as a disordered psychic or behavioral state resulting from severe mental or emotional stress or physical injury. Now, before we even go any further, that mm-hmm. definition kind of struck me like right there because how many of us are still dealing with the systemic, like systemic trauma, you know, like day by day, even with the microaggressions, this is not something that happened years ago. This shit is happening now. So it's like, now I'm cursing. This stuff is happening now, you know what I'm saying? Speaking the truth. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, we are still being traumatized. 
like present day, you know what I'm saying? So I know everybody want to focus on like, you know, back in the day. Yes, that did happen, but it's back in it's in this day too. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm glad you said that because I me and my friends were talking, and I was sitting here saying, I was like, I ain't gonna hold you. Y'all thought the 60s was bad. I think we might have it worse. And the reason why I'm saying that is because we are seeing people getting killed on TV live on the internet. Like back in the day, it might it, it had been a couple of people that saw you know real life death right in front of them. But if you wasn't actually there to see it, you read about it, right? You did not see it. So you saw the horror through reading it. So you you only imagine it, right? Right. But now we seen that shit on the internet firsthand. Right. That's what to me, that is worse. And okay, and I, I really feel like from 1950 to now, I don't think as a people we have grown that much. I'm gonna be honest. Really? I that's just my opinion. Like you you gotta think about it, right? Okay, wow, we can go to okay, yes, we can go to places that white folks can. I mean, that's a big step, but also too, is it really? I mean, half the stuff, especially schools, they half them white folks done went and made their own school anyway. They done left, made their own school. So now majority of the black schools, which are in the inner city, don't have funding. Like they lack books, education, the tools they need to survive. Unless you are part of like maybe the middle class or rich black folks. But if you're not, the money ain't there. Also, too, we still behind in a lot of stuff. If we get some charts up and stuff, you're gonna see us behind in a lot of stuff. I mean, that like it's a it's a big spurt, but I don't, this is me personally, like, I'm grateful that I can go anywhere I want, but sometimes at what price? Because I feel like I go anywhere I want, I still get attacked. I can still get attacked by people, specifically Karens, and whatever they call the man Karen, I don't know what they call them, but, um, I, I don't, I, you know, I never hear the man Karen, I, I mean, I, I just hear Karen, I just hear Karen, there's Karen. actually a YouTube channel about Karens, like, just people, just white women just telling on, and white tears is, yeah, story. but so I just, I mean, when you really put in perspective what people were fighting for back in the day, do we really have that? Well, you make a point about we're far ahead because we still have first going on. This is the first black, the first black, the first black. Like that's still present day happening where it's the first black male, first first black woman, first black. We're still, it's still a lot of first going on with us. So I do agree with, we still have a long way to go. However, um, like the optimistic side, I feel like we're, we're making ground, like change is happening yeah, it's, it's it's slow, but it's 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 progressing. You know, it's I don't want to seem like the the I don't want to seem like a Debbie Downer, right? I'm just a real. I guess I'm gonna call myself a realist. I'm just being you are myself, and it's like I'm grateful for what I have, but as, also too at what cost. I mean, don't get me wrong. Our grandparents had a tough life. I ain't gonna hold you. It my life is not the same as them. But also, too, some of the stuff I've experienced is traumatizing. 
seeing somebody get killed because they black live that's traumatizing that is traumatizing and you can see that on replay because it's exactly. on every platform, every platform, everywhere I went, I replay. saw it. Was it? A, I think it wasn't a mod that got shot down. Yes, I, I seen that on so many platforms, and I couldn't sleep for a week. And I didn't mean to see it on purpose. I was just like, "Who is this hey, guy? What are these guys up to?" Right and the next thing I know, That's I saw. Right, um, go ahead. What's his name? Um, oh, what's his name? The guy, the black guy in Minneapolis, is it Minneapolis? Milwaukee. Um, what was the story? I probably could tell. You. Uh, George Floyd. George. George Floyd. I thought was that yeah. George Floyd in Minneapolis? Yeah. What? What? His knee. When he, you know. Oh, he couldn't breathe. Yeah. That shit is traumatized. Even at even. I didn't at, see that one. I wouldn't even, watch it. I couldn't watch. I can't. I can't even listen to it. Even Eric Garner situation. That's traumatizing. All that situation and stuff, that's traumatizing. Like, back in the day, they, like like I said, if you was actually there and saw people getting lynched, that that's but that was like a small percentage. A lot of people didn't know about this stuff unless somebody told you. But now kids can go and search that stuff and it's there. That's traumatizing. It is. It is. Cause I'll tell you one thing. I was on YouTube, man, in my own business. And um, you know how you just let the videos play after a while? And yeah. it, goes, it goes from, I don't know, you looking about hair and you end up on something totally different. And so I'm I'm letting it go and I'm watching this and it says Sarah Bland on the title. And I'm like, oh, okay, girl, it was the video of what when the cop pulled her over. Once again, that was trying to I, I cried for like an Me hour too. and I, I couldn't sleep. That. And I told and my husband was, it was like, sad. you're it just was, not seeing sad. that. And I'm like, I never wanted to. I've been avoiding that video for forever. You know what I'm saying? And just to like, like she was nothing. Like she was a rag doll. Like I'm still getting emotional with that. Like I'm like, like she wasn't even a human being. Right. Like she was a dog. Also too, even with Trayvon Martin, that like. You heard you heard that I remember when I remember when they played the like the sounds or whatever from one of the neighbors. That shit was traumatizing. I didn't even see it, but just to hear him call for his life, like, come on, man. Like that. Yeah. That's what I was trying to tell my friends. It's like, don't I'm not like I said, yes, they had it bad, right? Cause I'ma say more so like body like more so like with their body they had it well I, I can't think of the right terminology but like like mentally we're getting it bad it's like reverse right i feel like with their bodies you know because they worked especially you know sharecropping and stuff yeah it was more so physical intense yeah thank you it was more physical right back in the right. day but now it has switched to mental and to be honest with you that's more detrimental than physical. Thank you. Because once your like, if you still got your mind, your mind can still kind of work your body. It can work the parts that it can't work. But once your mind is gone, your body is nothing. That's it. That's it. Nothing. That's it. And so when they're talking about a hey, let and I feel like that's the reason why we don't want to keep watching trauma on television because it's not history, it's not past tense, it's present. It's so give us some happy on. stuff. Give us some happy stuff because we're still technically dealing with every new trauma. 
new trauma. You know, that's part of my therapy session sometimes, like the microaggressions and the little this, I have to be like this, because that that plays a part on your mental. Like Mm -hmm. it does. You can't even be yourself. Like if I'm not smiling and and hopping around and then I guess I'm angry. If I'm not putting on the show. Right. Or the different comments about your hair, like, did your hair that long? Oh, it's all swimming. Oh, you changed. Can I touch your hair? Right. Can I touch your hair? I know it ain't real. Y'all be wearing fake shit. They used to wear wigs back in the day in the 1800s and stuff. Don't, don't with me. They all used to wear them ugly ass wigs. That was not their hair. So miss me with that bullshit. And I hate, I hate when people that are not black, hell, even black people, they like, why you gotta wear wigs? I can't wear a wig. Don't white, not trying to be like white people or whatever. They wear, they've been wearing wigs forever. Well, you just hit a point too. Not only are we traumatized on the outside of culture, we're also traumatized inside for different yeah. things. Color, hair, whatever, whatever little stupid constructs that's been that's been passed over. You know. I agree. No, I agree. But we ain't talking about that today, right? That's so, another topic, girl. Huh? I said that's another that's topic. A, that is a whole nother topic. Um, and when I tried to bring that up on somebody's platform, they kind of changed the subject. And I'm like, okay, maybe I went a little deep with that because I had made the comment. I'm like, well, the people that bully me look just like me. <laughs> I said, the people that made me feel away look just like me. So it's not, I still love my brother. I still love my sister, but that don't mean they ain't caused no trauma with me growing up. You know, but like I said, that's a whole nother subject. So it's, so it's like you're dealing on trauma on two ends. It's like, well, where the hell do I belong? Who loves me? Like, who's accepting me? That's why we at Be Your Own Kind. Accept yourself. So you're saying, okay, was your siblings darker than you? I am the light. You know my mama. I'm the lightest. So you're the lightest, like, between your mom and dad kids. You're the lightest. I'm the lightest. Wow, that's crazy. I am the lightest. And it's not like I got picked on like in in the family i got picked on more at school okay yeah i get picked on a lot at school because i was um the proper one i don't still don't really know slang and um i guess i wasn't i don't don't you know (laughs) you know what that's it i mean i mean i'm a little lame but i wasn't really allowed to I wasn't really. I'm okay with that. I'm a little square. I'm square. I know I'm square. I know I'm a little square. I just want to say this, right? Because I and I had to explain this to somebody, and I actually explained this in tenth grade. Because when I said it, they were like, "What?" I was like, "It's a difference. It's a difference between talking white and talking proper. Just because you're speaking proper, that's not white. White people got their little twang too. Oh my God, Bellway." I mean, I, like that. That's talking white. If you're saying your words properly, that's not white. White people don't talk proper. But in our neighborhood, when it's proper, that's what you're called. And then on top of that, I was a, I was a fat kid. I just got bullied a lot. Just point blank. I got bullied. I understand. I got bullied too, child. Yeah, I but I didn't. But when I went to um, where I live now, um, ironically, but when I came out here for um, high school for a sophomore and junior, Guess who was nice to me? The white folks. Guess who accepted me? Guess who didn't call me a square or, or made me feel confident in being? Oh, okay. And and then that's why I feel like that disconnect. Like people get mad at Little Wayne, but I'm like everybody have those different experiences, right? Like Little Wayne said when when he had 
shot himself in the head or however he said it happened. The gun accidentally went off. I don't know. He said all the black cops walked over him. And the white cop is what picked him up and saved his life. So he has a different experience. So when people, when, when Black Lives Matter came out, he was on some no, and and I'm not saying he was right in that, but I feel like that's his experience, and he can feel what? however he want to feel. I'm gonna say this right. I knew you. Was, I knew you was about to eat me you up. No, I knew it when I said it. But let, but let's be okay. I ain't listening to what anything Little Wayne say. That's his experience. I'm not taking away from that. But when he like when he was talking about Black Lives Matter, when he, like on his stance, I'm not gonna listen to. I'm not listening to you. You you are high. Off of coding and stuff. I'm not finna listen to you, sir. You're not even sober. So I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to what you say. And I get it, but I understand. But he's made it clear that he wasn't on that. My point is, people be mad at him, but I'm like, this is his experience. I ain't mad. That's his experience. Yeah. Like, it's it's only certain people I take serious. When it comes to the music, you got it, sir. But when you start talking politics and stuff, and I know that's not what you're about. I'm not going to listen to you. And I think that's another problem with people today. Y'all always want to listen to these musicians and stuff. And you know they're not into politics. That's what you have to, like, separate. I think that's what Candace Owens' problem is with Cardi B. Like, why don't you just stick to music? Because she's always calling her uneducated. I don't like the way she puts her down, though. I don't. Like, at least jealous. Cardi is she having an that, opinion. You know what I'm jealous. saying? She just she don't have a family. That's what she, I bet you. That's what Candace Owens want, and that's what Cardi B got. But Cardi B Candace is got a whole baby family. though. She got a whole baby Ooh. and all husband. Candace Owens was pregnant. Married her and slept with her. Some she was pregnant last year. Candace Owens got a kid. Well, she just jealous. I don't know, but she recently came at Cardi B, like very recently. Recently, she always year. coming at Cardi B. It's but like, that's to keep herself relevant too. Yeah, that's probably to keep herself relevant too, you know. But they better leave uh, Cardi alone. Cardi will sue you at this point. Like, she's over. Girl, because when she won that, I was like, oh, y'all can't say shit. But she, see, I didn't okay, think she was going to win it. I did not think she was going to win no, it. No, she is going to win that because you know why? Tasha K was stupid. For one, mm-hmm. you actually admit that you knew it was false. So that's dumb, right? Right, right. And you had so many. It, it, you, it really didn't have to get to that point. You were just being stubborn, and you right. wanted her to be on your show so bad, but because she didn't want to, you you spreading lies. So I don't feel bad for Tasha K because you spreading something that you know is not true. I mean, granted, there's sometimes people. We, that's why you say allegedly, and then you leave it alone. You keep pushing, but she just kept going. Oh, she was antagonizing it. She was having separate yeah. videos, and she said, "You, you know, wipe my ass with the uh, cease and desist, and all of this." So she got cocky with it because she just knew it was going to mm-hmm. be frivolous and it was going to be uh, thrown out. But um, no, nah, that, that, that that that's not how it worked out. <laughs> but I'm gonna say this too: Cardi B is kind of the. Exception. The reason why I said that because, like, she actually has talked about political stuff, and she's been serious about it. Like, yeah, she's so not. She's not faking her the exception. That's why I'm saying with Little Wayne, I ain't finna listen to you. That's your opinion, but I ain't gonna get mad at it. But I ain't finna, you how? Like I said, you are on drugs. Do you even know your name? <laughs> you know what year it is, sir? 
But you know what? I rock with Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter movement, and it's because I'm black and I love my people. I don't have a grudge against the people that bully me because I wasn't categorizing everybody in one group. It was just those set of assholes that made my life a living here. It wasn't the whole race. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to make everybody, you know, be punished for what a couple of people did to me. You know what I'm saying? you know that's that's just how i think of it i'm not gonna just put everybody in the group like if somebody from another culture like if a if a, a white person is, did something to me it's that person i'm not gonna just just not like a whole yeah. race of people because one person did something to me like i'm just not gonna be that way i'm just not gonna do it no i agree and that's why when i when i say the stuff i say if you if you get offended or get mad then i'm talking about you because if you know that's not it you're not gonna get offended and you're mad and that's why when a lot of people say stuff, I be like, oh, that's funny. And keep it pushing. Because that ain't me. Right. Exactly. Especially exactly. when they talk about big girls. I just be laughing at them. I'm like, oh, okay. I keep it pushing. Because that ain't, that ain't me. <laughs> I love you, Candace. So the, the, the other thing is, okay, so we're going to get through this. African-Americans have endured a massive amount of trauma, we just said all this, over the course of American history. So it doesn't come as a surprise that the media at an institution rife with racism, they put, furthers the cycle by exploiting our suffering. Okay. So the painful plot lines and tearful tropes are especially prevalent in mainstream movies. They want to dive in, but I'm only going to read this paragraph. So it says, a great deal of famous films depicting black individuals have been centered on traumatic experiences, such as The Green Mile, which I've never, I've only seen like part of that. We, me too. I got to watch it in full, but I, I, I get why they picked that though. Yeah, um, and then they said the movie focuses on the false execution of a black man that forced the wardens and guards of the prison to question the morality of the system that they took part in. Mm. As a result, it swayed the audience to see the trauma experienced by black men and criminal justice system. Mm. It's a system the film industry has been able to analyze but fails to actually rectify or reform. There's a whole bunch of stuff done in plain sight that nothing gets changed. Like. It Girl, that we could talk all day about that. Hence, Trey songs, but that's not even the subject. <laughs> so sick of him. Oh no, this ain't the subject, but I just gotta let it out. I just you want to hear something funny? <laughs> I had okay when that whole situation happened with Kiki, right when it first started. Mm-hmm. I shared Trey song response on Facebook. It was a memory. That shit didn't age well. Mm. It didn't age well at all. You know why? Cause, cause recently a couple more people done came out against his ass. So nigga, it's it was a Kiki. Just last know? week, just last week they said he had annually raped um a woman. It just last week. It's been about five or six of this with this. Okay, movie. let's get off topic a little bit, right? <laughs> how is that possible? I'm just curious. Was Plain she- sight. How is it possible? He turned over and, and and forced himself in her. What do you mean? Okay. I'm I mean, saying, like, was she drugged? Was she drunk? Most likely. It had to be because, I mean, of course, men are strong, but girl, if you are, like, wide awake, you going to beat, you know. Not if he's on you and he's a man and he's on top of you. You kick the ball. You know what? You're right. You kicking from he's you're. I'm not saying he wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Trust me. I'm against Trey Song. I'm just curious because 
God forbid, I don't want to be in that situation because I'm just curious because it's like, I'm going to fight for my life. I'm going to kick your ass. I know you're stronger than me, but I'm going to get you at those pressure points, kick you in the balls, maybe gauge your eyeballs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get you to get off of me and then I'm going to flee. I am not sure. Um, I like I read it, but I don't remember the particulars. But I know that he he successfully. I hate to use the word successfully, but yeah, I got he, you. Um, he assaulted her, um, and then it says like uh, I'm gonna move on because I will I will get into Trey Songs for a whole hour. Um, movies such as, but my whole thing is okay. I can't let it go. Yeah, my whole thing is how long did they let R. Kelly get away with things before it got... Are we going to do the same thing with him till till it's a slew of women? You know, it's going to do Lifetime got to bring justice? Because I told my friend the other day, Lifetime be stopping all the bulls. Have you noticed? (laughs) Anytime he hits on Lifetime, it becomes a trial. (laughs) Money. But that's the same with the exploiting of the trauma. It's a money driven thing and it does and it doesn't matter. They don't care who it hurts, who's presently getting hurt. You're right. You, you are right. You're right. I love your nails. That, thank you. I wasn't actually trying to do that to show my nails. I know, but I saw them earlier when and then I meant to uh compliment you, but then we kept <laughs> talking. <laughs> but no, that's why our Kelly lasted so long, because he had money to either to shut him up or just let you know do what he want to do. But I blame the parents too. Here's the thing. Some of the parents. Some of the not parents. all of the parents, but right. some of those some parents, of parents were aware. Especially the ones that knew and took the money and kept with the bullshit. Y'all need to be in jail too. Here's the thing. Not only that, the recruiters need to be in jail. The, the women who knew what he was doing and was yep. actively recruiting, they get the right books and admit all they did, and they just go live the best and, and capitalize off of it, and they don't get no type of punishment. He should not be sitting in those cells by himself. I do feel that way. I do. Kelly, Kelly Price was on an interview and admit, like, yeah, they was doing that. But she, but she kind of absolved herself. Like she just kind of like, well, I wasn't really because I, I did that in one of my two cent. Like what she talked about it, yeah. And uh, she was just like, well, you know, I, I mean, I saw, I never saw it in particular, but it was girls around. I was like, but just a minute ago, you just said that, that was the norm. So what's the tea, girl? What is? The tea? But she said she didn't see. Like she said, she used the words because she's very good with words. She used the words as rumored. She used the yeah. words as I saw little girls, but I never saw him myself oh. with one. So she's oh. very good with words. You know, she's very articulate. I give that to her. And so she will she, beat your ass. Um, that's that's how I know she articulate because she means what she says. She said what she means. So I honestly feel like she didn't see it, but I feel like she yeah. she knew it was going on, but she didn't see it. So she can't she can't actually confirm or deny. You know, what I'm <laughs> I just want to say. With the Aaliyah situation, why you wasn't in jail then? Because they just because he was making money, he was talented, just like you said with Trey Songs with the money, you know. That's and true. and so my like it's a money driven thing. I think and they were openly married. Like when I was a kid, I'm I thought that was weird. I'm like, hey, she fake until I got older. I mean, you say what? You thought it was fake? Yeah, I thought that. You know, because back in the day, like publicity was big. You know, people be lying on people. So I was like, ain't no way Leah married that man. 
there was a lot of inappropriate stuff that went on that I can go on. Like like uh, little Kim Hardcore, she was 17 years old with that, that picture. I'm trying to figure out where were these parents? Let's be real, right? I like don't... especially Aaliyah parents. And like where were the parents? See, I want to hear. I want to hear. They don't even talk about it. Because probably, it's probably a reason. So the rest of this article says, <laughs> yeah, go back to that article. Girl. Right. Movies such as Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele, girl. follow the same trend. The movie coined the phrase, the sunken place, where mm. the minds of black individuals are manipulated in, in hopes of obtaining a certain social status within white society. Did you get that out of Get Out? Did you see Get Out? See that last part one more time. It says the movie coined the phrase the sunken place where the minds of black individuals are manipulated in hopes of obtaining a certain social status within white society. I thought that was hypnotized. I thought that was forced. I didn't get that out of Get Out. I, I didn't get yeah, that either. I thought, okay. I thought y'all hypnotized them so they can be in a trance so you can take their body parts. That's what I got out of it. Okay, that's so that they could be more black light. But right. that, you know what I got out of that is, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be black, but you want to use black, black parts. parts, not just body parts. But you want to use black culture. You want to use, right. you know, food, hair, sports, everything we do. Like you want our talents, and you want to be part of the culture that way. But you don't want to, like you said, you know, stand behind us when we need you. You know, when our kids is getting killed and all this, you know. Things that's going on. You just want the good parts. Right. Like, like how they took the good parts of the pig and left us with the bad parts. I read somewhere that was false. Now, I don't believe that story. And then we could talk about that another time. So like, you, okay, so you don't believe that them white folks. I do believe it, but I said I read somewhere that, oh, like, okay. I'm okay. like, no, I believe it, but you I said. No, no, no. They're saying, but uh, people like older people in the South like, that wasn't true. How would I mean, they know? They apparently were there, but I'm like, I'm not going to believe you. I don't know people. Talking. If it was a white, white people. Oh, white people. Oh, they lying. <laughs> the they, they're denying that that was true. How, let, let's be real. They know. Here's the, here's the narrative. Here's the narrative. They taught the slaves how to cook that food. <laughs> way around. I have to find the article for you. I have to find the article for well, you because I read it. I, I, that was I, like, ain't no way a white person taught how a black person how to cook. Y'all know how to cook shit. That that is what I read. To, I have to find it for you. I read that. We brought her, the Moors brought herbs and spices to y'all white asses. I agree. I, I'm not saying I agree with the no, article. No, 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 no. It's not for you. Oh, this for that writer because you. For, I want to meet this person a lot. I, I almost fell out my seat because I know you. I read that if somewhere that the, and I was like, interesting. If that was the case, I, I'm done because I'm about to go. I'm about to go off. I know. That's why I, I corrected myself. Like, I don't believe that. I just read that somewhere. Man. But um, so <laughs> I didn't. I, so I didn't get that out of out get out. I think get out was more so going with our last topic. 
um, yeah. appropriation. Like you, you want to appropriate and you want to, you know, get financial gain and nirority. I can't think of the word. Cool yeah, right, things like that. You want to get that, but you don't want to be a part of the struggle. Right. Or, you know, are you judging us, sad on us when we, you know, when we reacting to part of our the trauma and the struggles and stuff like right. that. So you only want to rock with the, the talented parts. You don't want to rock with all of us, you know. Right. So that's kind of what I got out of Get Out. I didn't get that part out of Get Out. Yeah, because I'm not understanding how. Okay, and maybe they meant that the white people wanted to be black because. How I didn't get the part that we don't. No, it says black individuals are manipulated in hopes of obtaining a certain social status within white society. But all the black people that were um, in a train, that was just the, that was just it was forced. It was forced. They didn't willingly. That was actually the white. The white people was inside. Right, they weren't willingly getting hypnotized. Right, right, exactly. So, so, yeah, not white. Okay, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that on this article. Yeah. So now they're saying Spike Lee. It says Spike Lee has never been one to shy away from topics involving black trauma either. His most recent work, The Five Bloods, discloses the horrors of war, the unintended results of it, and the dangers of trying to retrieve things that may need to stay buried. I did see that movie. That movie was so long. Um, the overall objective of the film was to convey the struggles of black Americans, especially against institutions that have profited and progressed off black trauma while mm. keeping, it in, uh, keeping us inferior. An esteemed producer, Tyler Perry, depicts black trauma so much so that he has received large amounts of backlash for it whether directly or through parody. How do you feel about that? Okay, so <laughs> that was kind of that was that was a little heavy. <laughs> I think Spike Lee, I mean it is like trauma but you're trying to learn. A lot of people don't know about Vietnam, right? And then a lot of people especially don't know how black people or black men were in Vietnam and stuff and how what and what they endure because i knew about vietnam but i didn't know that part of it so watching it i ain't gonna lie it was it was a little traumatic but i felt like i needed to watch that that was something i didn't know about because i don't think i knew well i think one of my uncles might have been in vietnam but i don't think that he wasn't went to vietnam he probably was you know i i think so well, Kristen's father went to vietnam and he used okay. to see and tell me a lot of stories and i was tra traumatized by the story so right. i knew he, he yeah. had ptsd for real like yeah um after telling it because when he told the stories it was almost like we were still we like we were in vietnam like he told it present day you know so um so yeah so i i think to to go back to spike lee i feel like his purpose is to educate right it's not to appropriate or not to make money off of i think that anytime i've watched spike lee movie i've come out more educated more yeah more I, agree. I agree even when she gotta have it i learned a lot of stuff about like black art yeah he always doing that he always putting in the music putting yeah. in the art i feel like he celebrates black right you know so even um with school days that was traumatizing because you know the black light skin against dark skin. Yep. But I felt like at that time it needed to be put out there like this is what it is, but we don't have to be that way. Right. And at the end when he said wake up, that meant something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, so um, what do you think about Tyler Perry? Okay, Tyler Perry, I feel like I feel like 
from when he from when he first started, I feel like he was just trying to tell a story, right? And just show the comedy side of how black life is. Cause everybody know Medea and their family. I know I know Medea and they, and my family. You know what I'm saying? And some of the stuff, it is trauma, but I feel like some stuff was encouraging. It's like, you know what, I can get through this and that. But as he got bigger, Hmm. The bullshit got bullshit. Like that movie Witness Protection. It's funny, but it was like, what the? F- I don't even. Why remember you hiding white people in your house? I honestly, to be honest, I think my my favorite movie of his was Daddy's Girl, and and I That's stopped relating to that. that because it was no. Medea wasn't in it, but it was no fluff. Like like yeah. even in some of his movie where he not in. Is is weird. Like, first of all, it's the man with the wigs for me. I don't know if he's against baldness. I don't know. I know that has nothing to do with the subject, but I just had to get it out there. Second of all, yo, um, yo you stupid. Okay, keep going because I'm, I'm done. I'm so done. Second of all, he kind of lost me at Temptations because yes, you could get all of this stuff, but what are the chances of you cheating for the first time and you not only deal with an abuser. You catch AIDS. You like it was like everything possible that could happen to like a hundred people happened to this one person. You know why I'm laughing because I thought she was about to bring up the fact that at the end, you know, she aged and the other girl didn't age. Like this is what happened. Oh boy, aged, but the girl looked totally different. Right, and then Brandy looked exactly the same. So it kind of lost it, it kind of lost me, and then I, I tried to give him another chance with um the the, the last Netflix movie with uh, Felicia for Rashad that was keeping okay okay the wigs was bad, but that was a good movie. That was what, like, what how it was really good. If you notice, if you notice, he never uplifts the black man in any of his movies. The black man is always the villain. All to me. No, 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 no. Please tell me one where the black man. Why did I get married? Tyler Perry's character, his wife was the villain each time. Gee, Janet Jackson's husband in that movie got killed. No, no, no. You didn't hear what I said. Say it again. Tyler Perry's character, his he was a husband. And Diane was a wife. She was always, like, in their relationship, she was always the villain. On both Why Did I Get Married? He he, he made Brian look like the angel, like the best husband in the world. But did he do that because he was playing Brian? I think so. (laughs) But I agree with you because, like, the other relationships, the men... Except for um, okay, that Jenna Jackson character on the second one, they kind of was like even, even like they kind of both. They were, but it it went too dark. I'm like, he gotta die, right? But so that's what I was saying. I just I was trying to make that point, like, but with Tyler Perry play, because even on good deeds, on good deeds, I don't think I saw that. But I just feel like Tyler Perry, he triggers black people, like some black people, because he does. um, 
for color girls i didn't even watch it because somebody told me don't watch it because i'm sensitive to certain stuff they were like don't watch that then precious i watched precious and i was very sad because i knew somebody personally that had a similar story and she went to go see that movie which i don't know why but she went to go see that movie and it just it triggered the crap out of her because yeah. it was like like he like it's always about like i know we have drug addiction in our family i know we have this and that going in our family but it's like can we have just i don't know like it's the same trigger the same type of thing you know what so, i'm saying like i don't know and I, I i don't know if i'm making sense but no, you're making sense. But I just want to say this, right? Those two last two movies you named, he just produced the movies. Those were already books. Okay. So all that stuff that happened, happened in the book. Like, they just made it on the screen and produced it on the screen, made you visually see it. Like, you could actually see what was in the book. Okay. I just want to make that clear because okay see i don't know i would say well okay the oh yeah because that was push i know that pressure yeah. was push i get i didn't know i didn't know color the yeah, color because uh, i got the i like, didn't know for color girls was a book i didn't know that so no i would say watch it but i'm gonna say the part with the there is a part where mike and this is why a lot of people didn't like michael ely for a moment because <laughs> that character he played he he like with that particular, um, with that girl, I forgot what color she was. Um, Kimberly Elise play was the wife, and Michael Ely was the husband. What he did to the kids that was traumatic, and that's probably what they were saying. Don't watch it because of that. I mean, there are other moments like I don't know if you ever seen like the meme where Jenna Jackson's character was like so. No, when uh okay, in Amari Hadrick, I don't know if you ever like this is like a big thing because it's funny. Well, they made it funny but anyway. So it was just like he was gay, like he was okay, he was bi. I mean, people would call him bi because he messed with men, and so she found out because she found out she had called AIDS, but it was because of him. So she was just like, um. Because I think she asked who you and man or something she, she said. And he was just like, ain't nobody bending me over. And then she was like, oh, oh, so 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 you doing the bending? <laughs> you got to see it. But that's my point. Is somebody having AIDS? How many movies where people have had AIDS? How many people that have, you know, been implied of being gay? Like, if my whole thing is he is monopolizing off of the trauma that happened in black families like does he have a movie that that depicts the the black family just a normal goofy black movie that doesn't involve all those traumatic things like does he i mean no you want to know why because he won't make money off of it yeah so I in mean, a sense he, i feel he, like he's doing the same it, thing it won't be as much. He'll make it money, won't, it won't, it won't be, be as, as successful. So I yeah. feel like, in a way, he monopolizes off trauma. I just want to say too, with the fighting temp, what's it called, Temptations, whatever that movie is. Yes, <laughs> the fighting Temptations. That's beyond. Yeah, okay, Wait, that can't honest. be the fighting. Yeah, that's a. That's yeah, that that was funny. That was actually a funny movie. Beyond no, uh, yeah, Temptation was the one with um, 
Justice Smollett. Yeah, that movie. Yeah. So, um, I think what he was trying to, the message he was trying to get, even all that stuff, I mean, it was, it's more than likely it wouldn't happen all at once like that. For one person? I think the message he's just trying to get is that like, um, dang, I had it in my head. Because I, I feel like it was a message and it was just saying like, okay, girl, come back to me because it's gone. It's gone. Probably is nothing out there. Like, be grateful for what you have. You know, yes, it was a little boring, but look what that little excitement got you. I wouldn't even say grateful for that. Just don't go off and cheat. Like, and I, I mean, I got, I got his message loud and clear. I'm not cheating because I watched Temptation. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm finna, yo, I'm finna, yo, I'm finna call Derek on the side, but like, yo, your, your wife wild, son. <laughs> No, never. I'm afraid of God. But my thing is, what? <laughs> I'm afraid of God. Like I want to do the right thing, and I, I love who I'm with. Cousin like that, anyway. I know we're blood cousins, but you ain't gonna do him like that. I would never do him like. No, I'm saying I wouldn't do this. Yeah, and I and why am I getting yielded? Like I said, I was gonna do something. And it's, I'm just letting you know. I will, I want the same energy too when you meet my husband. Whenever yet. Okay, you want me to yell at you for no reason when you're not doing anything. I got you. I would do that for you. Don't Tyler Perry me. You do that anyway, Nita, because you're older than me. I'm glad you finally admitted that I was older than you. I'm always shut your, next time because I'm gonna do this shit again. We're not gonna go through this. Okay, so the next thing they're saying is the color purple, waiting to exhale. Girl, girl. When they see us in Fruitville Bell Station. While critically acclaimed, aren't much different from the other films in the list. Even while striving for racial justice, they rely on the same tired troops. Okay. For real station, and when they see us, based off of real situations. Right. Unfortunately, that, that's some trauma, but that's not for real situations. I feel like those need to be those stories need to be said, even if it does hurt. I, I'm a, I admit, I had to watch when they see us with somebody. I couldn't watch it by myself. Me and my friend watched it, and we cried. And I haven't watched it since. I will never watch it again. I I've never it. seen it. I mean, I, I ain't gonna tell nobody don't see it because I feel like it's very educational. But it's it's tough. It is tough. That's why I would I would not watch it by I wouldn't recommend watching it by yourself. Watch it with somebody. Okay, I probably if I do watch it, I will watch it with Derek. I'm sure he's mm. seen it already. Now, Fruitville Station. That, that was, was based off a true story. Yeah, that had my ex husband because he with Lori now, and I feel like they're gonna get married. So damn. But anyway, they look like they are, which is good. She deserves love. She ain't really have a good repertoire of. Weapon, oh, know. she deserve love. Oh, I deserve love too. And that was you do deserve love, but I'm saying well, they're already that. together. What? What do you want? He don't like black girls. He don't like girls my skin color anyway. But anyway, um, so Fruitvale Station. Well, we said yeah. the color purple. Waiting to excel. Yeah, the color purple. I mean, that, that was, was a good movie. I don't think that was exploitation to me. Like, I just don't. Yeah, I don't think it was from like. And what I what I don't like is they cut off a really important um, 
point like um representation in that movie too because in the book Celie and um uh, what's the girl uh what was um the girl the sister what was on that you stay oh my my you show is ugly should she she and um Celie had a relationship in the book so they they totally cut out like uh, a that little part. bit in the movie. It it was a little bit, but they made it seem like she was just encouraging Celia and making her look pretty. But they were actually a relationship, I and they did they, not put that in the movie. But you have to think too, probably like, during the times because yeah. of the time. Now, they if they did it now, they would yeah. put that shit in the movie. If they redid the color purple, I wonder if they would put they that, definitely would that put part that, of it because it's, it's more acceptable. Yeah, but back then they didn't do it. And Alice Walker had clearly laid it out in that book. Clearly laid down that book. That's why you should always read the book. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only time, I mean, even with Harry Potter, I know this is off topic and this is ain't, I mean, they got black people in Harry Potter. But anyway, even with Harry Potter, like, I read some of the book, but I do want to read it, but I want to listen to it. But I like the movies too. Although the book is more detailed. Sorry, I just had to see an example. Okay, back to black history. All right. Wait to exhale. Okay, I just want to say, Watching it as a kid and then watching it as an adult, them hoes, them hoes was, them hoes, them hoes. That was a good movie to me. It was, no, I'm not saying it was good, but when you think about it, Mary Man and shit, like what the fuck? I mean, but what was the exploitation in that though, of women? I mean, oh, I don't, no, I want to say I'm not talking about exports. No, I know what you're saying, but this okay. article is saying that it still fits the guidelines of black exploitation. That's what they're saying. I don't see that in mm. Wait to Excel either. And audience, if you think that any of these movies that we're naming, you know, it had some form of black exploitation in it, please be sure to let us know. Let's let's elaborate. So what they mean. Like I know the meaning of exploitation, but what that, what are they trying to so, say? So so the next sentence after that says, um, even while strike wait, wait, wait. Oh, one would assume that the sheer number of movies surrounding black trauma experienced daily would stimulate major change, but change won't come through exploitation. So what they're saying is all of these movies are celebrating black trauma. That's their point in this article. So all the movies that I named or the directors, they're saying that wait. it celebrates black trauma. So again, cheated on is black trauma because everybody gets cheated on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's more of a woman empowerment type movie. That's you, more you, like a woman trauma. Yeah, because any woman, no matter what color, watch that movie can be like, what? Ooh. The nerve. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, so they couldn't take... I mean, okay, I guess the color purple... Black trauma. I mean, it was it was based in the South back in the day. Yeah, so... Um, so I mean, it, 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 but it didn't really talk. I mean, it had a little bit of, you know, the the white, because I think, didn't she, didn't she drive for a, a white, am I thinking of the right movie? Where she went to town for a white lady or something, Seeley, or, no, not Seeley, um, Oprah Winfrey character. And then she ended up getting beat up. I remember that part. Let me go rewatch that. I think she drove for a white, a white lady and then and something happened. Oh, the, the husband said sometime, you know, Oprah Winfrey uh character, she went about that. 
so she she said something inappropriate and they beat her up so bad and so she was indebted to this white lady forever and they would let her yeah. come home every once in a while so yeah that that was that was in the movie as well. I didn't know that was in the movie. Yeah, it was. I love The Color Purple. I know a lot of people tell me it's depressing, but I cry on that movie every time I watch it. When she starts singing Speak Lord, I'll be like, I'm like, you. she was like, Daddy, see, sinners, what did she say? Sinners have hearts too or something. Girl, I was crying. Anyway, that's off the subject. Uh, so, I mean, think, thinking back on it, it's just kind of like, you know, you know, it, it had trauma in it, but I don't think it was, it was celebrating what? it. I think that was just the setting, the time yeah. that the movie was placed in or whatever. So so th- these are movies that they think that um, that empower black people. So Malcolm X was the number one movie. Hold on. Before you even go to that, before you go to the empowerments, right? Mm-hmm. They should have put Beloved. That had black trauma. Or Rosewood. That had black trauma in it. It did. Um... What was the one where he What's was that? in court? It was it was a white lawyer. Hey, we made me think about the same movie. Samuel Jackson in it. I think so. And his daughter got raped. Yeah. That, that was black trauma. A time too. to kill. I put yeah. it, it was a time to kill. That was black trauma too. That I, I, I ooh, that was a good But movie. you know what made that so powerful is when the lawyer said what happened, and then at the end he said, Now imagine she was white. Yeah, that know. that's my favorite part of that whole movie because it was it was like, did he go there? Did he go there? Like, did he go he there? Like, Yo, <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, shit, what you gonna say now? Right, exactly. Like, yeah, I think that list is straight. Trash because there's so many other black trauma movies out there that they that's that's bit better like like wait, wait until exhale and then I think the fact that they accused Spike Lee kind of but you know what <laughs> Spike Lee has said something against Tyler Perry too though oh yeah they had beef I mean they're cool now but they had mm-hmm. a little beef you know so um, I'm glad they okay now but but Spike Lee didn't wasn't feeling him he wasn't feeling him uh uh-uh. oh. And I'm not saying that Tyler Perry is not, you know, um, talented. I'm not saying he's not creative. I'm not saying any of that. But I'm saying, can we change the narrative a little bit? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Just the narrative. And I I get it. When he first started, he was displaying, like, you know, things in the black family that people like to put under the rug and and ignore and stuff like that. And I thought that was awesome. But it's like. There are more narratives and there are more family issues besides AIDS and drugs. <laughs> I know one thing he like he like and it's um like finding out that your mama not your mama like bloodline not his real blood. life. No, I'm saying he put that in movies. Like that's in some of his movies where it'd be like, oh, that's not your mama. That's your. Well, that happened in the black families though. Like if a kid I mean, this is true, was though. raped and they were really young, then the baby was raised yeah. as another. That happened for. That's what I'm saying. He was uncovering a lot of family stuff, but I feel like his highlights is addiction and AIDS. That's. I mean, <laughs> there's more. Can we? Just, 
bunch of them which is why people is over it like because they feel like majority of our movies like even the one we talked about that just came out well that came out last year judas and the messiah that was traumatizing it was 21 years old baby on the way (laughs) somebody was trying to make positive change and you killed them traumatized it it it, kind of sends the message of you better just keep things how they are. This gonna happen to you. It almost comes up as a warning when they sometimes do these movies. Okay. You ever thought about that? Like, why is this a movie? <laughs> if you're not gonna highlight Fred Hampton and all the good he did, why are we highlighting the ops? Why are we highlighting him? Right, and you had made that point the last episode. And I'm like, that's a good point. Why didn't we highlight? Why didn't they highlight? We like, did a now? lot in his time. He did so much. He had such a so short much. time. He did so much. Goddamn. Um, what is that man's name? Jesse Jackson stole his idea. People always getting on poor Jesse. Ain't no poor Jesse. I don't even start because I can go. <laughs> I can go off on Jesse. Mm, I think sometimes that. I say stuff to set you off. <laughs> Why are people really doing that? People be like, I just said that's sort of rough your feathers. And that, but see, y'all get mad. When I cuss you out and I tell you how it is, then you think you ain't have to go there or you ain't have to ruffle my feathers. But I'm just you saying, people be trying to make it seem like Jesse wasn't sincere at all. Like he, like he just was out here just riding uh, he MLK's ride, uh, wave. He was riding coattails. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's Black History Month. Y'all gonna get this learning. I'm stressing you oh, out right now. Go ahead. I mean, okay. He rode with with Dr. King, he was like somewhat of an assistant, and and I then I I read stuff where he kind of was in cahoots to let that happen, so he could take the reins. But they ain't finna. But come on, man, you wouldn't finna get that, Jesse. Like I'm not saying he's a bad person, but when you want power and money. Mostly power. You do some crazy shit. But what power did he gain from that? That's uh, exactly. You know why he ain't gonna get the power? Because it was never meant for him. Because he ran for president and everything, and he didn't go too far, did he? And the way you went about it, you a grimy person. Because that whole um, Rainbow Coalition stuff he he had that was from Fred Hampton. And the other people he did that with. That was from Fred Hampton when, when those Black Panthers, the, um, I think they're Latinos. I can't think of their names. The Latinos and then the white, the white, um, I'm gonna call them white mountaineers, but that's not what they were called. More so, they weren't hippies, but they was like from West Virginia. They all came together and they named themselves, you know, the Rainbow, um, I don't think it was Coalition, but the Rainbow, you Something. know, group. Let me see if I can find it. That's where that came from. And when Fred Hampton died, a couple of years later, here comes old Jesse. Rainbow Coalition. You 
It said it was the Rainbow Coalition. Okay, so then I was right. It said the Rainbow Coalition was an anti-racist, anti-class, multicultural movement founded April 4th, 1969 in Chicago, Illinois by Fred Hampton of the Black Panther. All this time, I thought Jesse Jackson started the right. You, wow. Come on. That's what I'm just like. That's why with that movie... I know we keep talking. So about how come that wasn't highlighted in the movie? Because so that's just, so that's gonna because would that mess up Jesse's legs? I mean, what? Why was that not in the movie? I wonder why, girl. I oh. think that movie came out as a warning because everybody want to be you know um, protesting in Black Lives Matter. I think that was a warning. Now that we talking, that I feel like sense. that movie was a warning. Like, don't you go trying to make change. Oh, girl, that's, that gave me chills when you said that. I ain't going to hold you. I mean, just, just by the subject. No, because right. I'm starting to think that these movies that are coming out is to keep us traumatized and to keep us scared and to keep us in place. Yeah. Because why else? I mean, besides the obvious money, but why else? How do you how do you keep a slave a slave? Ooh. You keep... <laughs> Ooh. The ancestors talking to us, girl. It's coming. (laughs) How you keep a slave? Hey, let me drink some water on that one, girl. Stay in the head. So yeah, but. This stuff got deeper than I want, and I'm the one that's saying this stuff. Normally, this is you. But I'm learning so much from you because I feel like Ooh, I'm yeah. so I'm so Manila with it. In the last episode, you were just kind of like, "Come on, that G, come on, that G, come on, that, come on, that." Let me get up my nerve. Come on, that G. That's something I would say though. Because, like I said, when growing up, I was so like America, America, America's wonderful, America's wonderful. Then I get older and I start reading certain stuff, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of get what you're saying. Like, I didn't think America. Okay, I thought man, America's wonderful, but when I started learning a lot of shit, America's ghetto is. And we supposed to be a third world country, bitch. We don't even have free health care. Them other third world countries got free health care. Like we, America. I hate to say it, and I don't like talking negative and speaking negative. But America is ghetto. Yeah, but it works in a sense. What works? To, on the outside, let me rephrase that. On to other countries. No, a lot of countries don't like us. They don't like us, but they trying to get here You're because right. it's opportunity. They know, they know that they can, they know that they can come. They know that we don't read our laws. We don't utilize the resources, but they'll come in and take scoop all of that up because they know we just we're just lazy and we're not that. gonna do it. I get I get what you're saying on that. So they play laws now. So they play on our laziness. They play on our ignorance, and they come up here. They come up and they I take mean, this shit okay, back home. Is it okay? Now I'm trying to. I'm playing devil's advocate. Is it really us being lazy, or us just not giving the opportunity? No, I'm not talking about black people. This I'm talking about all Americans oh, that just okay, don't take right, advantage girl, of okay, the resources. I'm tuning in. I'm tuning in. My bad, girl. No, I'm talking about Americans. Yeah, okay, okay, I got you. <laughs> because they they do look at us as idiots. Like for real. Like when I saw Wow Wow Country, where this whole country, uh, I think what was it? I don't know where they were. I want to say um, India. Mm-hmm. Um, they came up here and used our laws and became government. 
They came from a whole other country, knew our laws better than us, and took over these people's land. <laughs> because they read the laws, and the people, the Americans who've been living there. Wait a minute, what is that on? They didn't know they state laws. It's on Netflix, Wild Wild Country. Took over a whole town because they learned the state laws and it was all legal, G. It was all legal. Maybe that's what we as black people need to do. What read? Because <laughs> that's all they did was read. <laughs> they didn't do nothing special. But, but okay, I'm a whole like I'm a whole to that because you know back if we gonna go <laughs> what you about to say if we gonna go there you know it's a time can't even get learn to read you could die if you learn how to read mm-hmm. being black so it's just a lot of stuff that is prevalent today it's tied to history of that mm-hmm. so that's I'm like it's not that we don't want to read. It's just like, you know, like we're just becoming again, like, like, like I said, baby steps, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like we maybe moved maybe twelve inches when we should have been moving miles. Okay, man, I give us a yard, but we should be at miles. I just kind of feel when the George Floyd thing happened, we realized that we were still in the sixties. That's when y'all realize that? No, I say that's when the, I think think America or the other... I don't know. Because it, it was way before George Floyd. We know that, but I think that it was a reminder that we... Oh, like, really went the whole, Yeah, okay. it was just kind of like... The mm. girl, before George Floyd, I knew. I would tell the folks, girl, we kind of... Mm, uh, <laughs> you want to get into these empowerment movies? Oh yeah, let's do that. My bad, because I I just I was just baffled that they had them, and it was just like, no, okay, but go. And there's so many other traumas. Okay, yeah, list them, and then we'll talk about them. I'm gonna let you listen. Yeah. So this one is the first one they say is Malcolm X. Oh, I love that movie. I never seen it. So the second. Okay, oh, keep going, because oh my god, I, I have to watch movie. it. I keep when, falling asleep when on you it. Come okay. visit me, or I come visit you. We'll have to have more, or we're gonna have to do it on here. We gonna watch these movies. Go. Straight out of Compton was an empowering movie. Okay, keep going. I seen that. Black is King is on here. Okay. I mean, it was a nice so, long okay. video. No, we gonna we just read them and then we're gonna go back. Okay, the thirteenth, which I've never seen. Okay. They say it's available on Netflix. It you is. ever seen it? I started watching it. I don't know what happened. I think I fell asleep. Not that it was boring, I was tired, but uh the- it, it, she said she talked about um, systematic issues, mass no, incarceration. I, I know what it's about. I just never seen. watch it all through. And then the Black Power mixtape. Never seen that. That's on Netflix? Mm, it's about, uh, where is it? It's not saying where it is, but it's a, it sets the record straight about the history of Black Panther Party, Stokely Carmichael, and Angela Davis. I might have seen that. That might be on Netflix. So yeah. that's it? That was their top five. Who wrote this? Um, the Crimson White. I wonder if they got Alabama State. I mean, not Alabama University of Alabama. Uh, it says UA. It might be University of Alabama. Nope. 
wonder, bitch, you in Alabama, Tuscaloosa at that. You don't know what you talk. It was least a white person or a black person. Oh, uh, let me see who wrote this. Dude, Christian Flinch is. They're not giving me a color of a person. They're not giving me a picture. Let me look that person up right now. Michaela Wyatt. She's black. The other writer is black. Christian Flinch. Uh huh. Finch, F-I-N-C-H. And then the other person is Michaela Wyatt, and she's black. Okay, so they ain't going to go to the person. All right. Yeah, they're not sure who that is, but the other girl is black. So here's a question before we get off that I want to ask you, because I like to set you off. Do you think that there should be a white history month? For what? This I saw that question on For one what? of the sites. Y'all celebrated all y'all put that shit in our face every year. All three sixty five days of the year. And half that shit don't even be true. But what but I feel like that is a thing when you got the Irish, you got St. Patrick's Day, you got so, it's, it's still sorry. a celebration of different cultures that are that are white, like Anglo Anglo But then what is what is white history? That's another thing. What would you celebrate? Because what you mean by white history? Girl, this was a question online. No, 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 no. This is rhetorical. Oh. I'm not, I, girl, I know you don't get the answer because ain't nobody got the answer. Because let's be real. Girl, I'm going to tell, let me tell you this. History Channel. I used to hate watching the History Channel sometimes because you know why? Because you know mother. You know why? Why? Yeah, I'm going to talk about the damn Vikings. I don't give a flabbered glaster about the damn Vikings. I don't care. It's either the Vikings or Abraham Lincoln. You know how much shit they got on Abraham Lincoln ass? I'm sick of it. But yeah, History Channel show all the white folks stuff. They barely show black folks. History Channel, that is true. They say we celebrate the accomplishment of white people every day cause to celebrate whiteness, ignore the inst- institutionalized celebration of whiteness. They, they're saying that it gets celebrated every day. It, it does. And they and the social, a socialist explain why it's ridiculous for us to have a white history month when... It is. <laughs> this is an article. <laughs> they're like, this is ridiculous concept. It is. A, it's stupid. It's it like, is- why would we give the white supremacists a whole month when they do this every day? Like, like I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Since I'm, since I, I call myself a historian because I love history and stuff. I actually sat there and watched because on they rarely show it. Probably now, but they used to show uh like a it wasn't a documentary, but it was like a I guess it was a documentary on the Ku Klux Klan. I'll watch it. I just sit there and watch it, and I was like, oh, this is evil. You know what's scary? That I reside in the state. I know, girl. And when I'm in small towns, I get out of there immediately. Hell yeah, sundown, t- girl. Sundown towns is so funny because have you? Did you watch Lovecraft? Lovecraft? Country? Yes, I did. And girl, I was like, many people did not know about sundown towns until that show. I knew about it, but I didn't know. About it till I moved to Indiana. I like, knew about oh, it. I gotta get out. No, I'm like, well, you from the south? I'm from, I'm from what oh, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm surprised you didn't know because they. I got, mean, I knew about it, but I never experienced it till I moved here. Like, oh, we gotta get up out of here. Like, I never, I never had that feeling in Illinois. 
But when I moved here, I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm in this scenario. Like I had, I knew the concept, but I didn't know. See, that's I crazy because they got scenario. that in Illinois too. But see, I guess because you was always in Chicago. I'm in a city, so yeah, you, you know. never really ventured out. Which, mm-hmm. No, I get that. Yeah, it's so, like in the yeah. like. Okay, so because even when we go down, like. I think we were going to Florida, down South Georgia. If some ex is like, girl, don't stop there. Mm-hmm. Keep your ass, make sure you got enough gas so you don't have to go to this ex. Now, going to Mississippi, I don't remember them being like, oh, we can't stop here, you know. But um, I know that they exist, you know what I'm saying? But honestly, yeah, I never, I never heard my parents when we driving say, "Hey, we ain't gonna stop here. We just gonna, you know." So, but it but exists. It exists. And I always tell because they have those gas stations that be looking like them old gas stations you be seeing in them scary movies. <laughs> Girl, I ain't gonna stop here. With the one gas station in the convenience store across the street, let me get. I ain't gonna stop here. Back up out of here immediately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. I think we managed to stay on topic. I think we only veered off for a short while, and we managed to stay on topic. But I'm not done, because that list that you said about the black... Oh, oh, I need to find the one on Twitter, too, that she did. First of all, half that stuff... I don't know, like, okay. Well, you want to see the one with a girl? The I girl? On me- Twitter, yeah. Let me share what the Twitter girl said. She's black, so you probably will find her more credible than the other one. Yeah, because the other one... Because, I mean, you mentioned a thing with Beyonce. They said black is king was empowered. And it was it was beautiful to watch. And it I feel like it was empowering to a sense. But I don't think it's like a classic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like education. I mean... Right, so this is what... I have to cut this down. Let me see. Okay. Uh, so this is what she said. Mm-hmm. I've asked this multiple platforms, so here's my list of black-led films that give me joy. Fast Cover is amazing. Three generations of black women with special abilities, and it was character-driven and really well-written. And oh, you can find it on Netflix and Hulu. The Girl with All the Gifts, currently free on YouTube and Tubi. It's a zombie movie with a young black girl as the lead, and just really good storytelling. The Hard Day Fall is a black cowboy original movie, that was a, good movie. a Netflix original movie. Words cannot express the amount of black joy I get from this movie. It is just amazing. Uncorked is another Netflix original, and it's just a regular guy who wants to be a sommelier, which is um, like a wine taster or something. I don't fully understand what a sommelier is, um, but he's just a regular guy who wants to do what he wants to do instead of going to the family business, and he's just allowed to be a regular black person. It's really good. Project Power, another Netflix original. It's a really good, really good action movie. This pill gives you powers, but you don't know if your powers are going to be good or detrimental to your health. It's it's just really fun time. Ooh, Daniel is really cute. It's full of magic and wonder. It's a great story about family, and it introduces like the Afro. Did you see Jingle Jangle? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll probably watch it. I wasn't in the mood. You know, when Christmas come around, I'm not really in the mood to be festive. When Christmas come around, I don't really want to look at Christmas movies. That's what yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm saying that's what you just said. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, 
the holidays just not the same without certain people. And you yeah, know. I agree with that. I I, I struggle with Christmas now. So, I, I get it. I, I thought it I, like it looked cool, but I just couldn't. I just didn't have the urge to be like, oh, let me watch it. Now I watch this Christmas, I guess, because it is a Christmas movie, but it's funny. Like you don't really know it's a Christmas movie until you see that. Oh, that's you know, it's around Christmas, or if you don't see the title. But this is strictly off of Christmas and the themes and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. It was kind of cool. Then they said, "Never going in my life." I saw the wire and Netflix original. Really good. I watched some of that. That was kind of good. On Disney Plus, Cinderella with Whitney and Brandy was just my house. Out of time is live action, even though this looks animated. No, it's a B sci-fi time travel aliens movie. The black female detective that I ended up enjoying way more than I thought I would, and I really want a sequel. This is on Amazon Prime. Okay, that was it. So, what did you think about her list? Her list made some sense. I feel like a lot of people are still missing a lot of other movies, though. Now, what movie do you think is empowering then? Let's get into your set. Okay. So, Meteor Man. Yes. That's technically the first, like, live action, but I can't, like, like, superhero. superhero. That was. Like, I, like, first of all, I'm, I'm putting this out there. I hope I meet Robert Townsend one day, because he... He has really impacted my life with his movies, Baps. Yes. If you want to do Robert Townsend, you got to put the five heartbeats in there. I, you ain't let me finish them. My bad. The Temptation movie. Hell, the Jackson 5 movie. Yeah, that was a good one. That was. <laughs> yes. That was good. Like, that was very empowering. Like, look what they came from and look what they became. That's true. You're right. Robert Townsend is so underrated. He's so underrated. I was like, I should do a video on him because he is so underrated. Oh, please let me be on there because I'm like Robert Townsend fan. I love Oh, okay. Yes. I'm saying okay. I wasn't being sarcastic. Nah, you know, because you be funny sometimes, little nigga. You be funny sometimes. Irony. I'm going to let you slide on that one, my my I'm going to let you slide on that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, for real, like when I tell people my top movies, they be like, "Media Man." I'm like, "Hell, Media no. Man was so it had a message for real." In it that had movie a message too. for real. Or oh, they be like, "Oh, Media Man, yeah, because that was the movie." Media Man was a good one. All right, so we talking about black movies, right? And power movies, yeah. I'm trying to think of my favorite. You kind of named all my favorite ones. Sparkle wasn't a bad one. I think that that was empowering, though. It wasn't empowering, but that kind of was trauma. Okay, let's. What about Dream Girls? The first, hold on. The first Sparkle was was good. The second, yeah, it was. I didn't see the second one. Don't see it. It, It's not realistic to me. Um, Um, yeah. So, Dream Girls, that was empowering a little bit. Preacher's Wife. Black Panther. Why they name Black Panther? Why didn't they name Black Panther? What about Preacher's Wife? Empowering, yeah. That's that's. I didn't feel empowering, but that was a good loving black movie. It was. It was a light. But you're right. Why wasn't Black Panther Black Panther on anybody's list? Like on anybody's list, that should have been number one. I don't know about number one. I like the movie, but everybody. The hype, I was just kind of like. Mm. So, what you thought should have been number one? I like the color purple. 
Purple is expiring though. It's not inspiring, but like when you talk about empowering movies, I think it was a Nelson Mandela movie I watched. I don't know the name of it. That one was very yeah, empowering. Was about, Nelson yeah. Mandela, I love him. Like, yeah, I don't remember the name of it though. Um, and it wasn't the one with Idris Elba. It was another one because it was another one, but it wasn't. It wasn't Idris. I'm just mad you said not the one with Idris Elba. Bro. No, I mean it was a good movie, but I saw one where it was another person, but I don't. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think some more. It'll come to me, I guess. But yeah, there's plenty of other ones that they could have definitely listed. Also, too, okay, Malcolm X. I would put that in the middle because there was some trauma, and it was empowering. I mean, the part that I saw Malcolm X, he got killed. That's the part I saw. And that was the part that I knew that happened. And I was just like, okay. And I never went back to watch the whole thing. The trauma part was because a lot of people didn't know about Elijah Muhammad and his you know what he was doing. Allegedly. You're right. Allegedly. We ain't trying to get sued, and they I, don't play. You're right. Allegedly. Right. That's why I said. I feel like it's kind of half and half. Because some of that stuff I didn't know, and I felt a little traumatized. Like, well, damn. Like, who can you trust? No one. I know. That's the bad part. Right. I'm trying to think of a movie like growing. Oh my God. This is not empowering at all, but it's a black movie. Breaking. I love that how'd I go breaking it's like a break dance movie oh girl you, you took it back the last dragon the whiz okay the whiz kind of empowering the whiz was a scary movie but it was still it good was, to watch it was, still, it was, it was creepy it was very scary and very creepy yeah it was creepy yeah um um Trying to see any other empowering movies. I think we named some really good ones earlier. We did. Like kill and all. I think we named some really yeah. good ones. Let me look up some uh, black empowering movies. What about... Okay, let's just talk about feel-good move, black movies. I like The Woods. I feel like The Woods is a classic black movie because it just showed black kids being kids and growing up until adult. It just showed... It just showed you... It shows you that black people are not a monolith. Like, we have different personalities. We think differently. We don't have the same mindset. And I really like the the woods for that. I like soul food for that. Hell, I like the what best, best man. Oh, I just about to say. Yo, ass don't let me finish. But, oh. <laughs> Loving basketball. <laughs> you hear something funny. A lot of people have lately been like loving basketball when they said when they got older, they feel like it's trash. When they watched it, they was like, it's trash. And I was like, what? A lot of people said loving basketball was trash. How was it trash? It was a love story from kids. They grew up. And of course, of course, he didn't want her until he was (laughs) not the star anymore, but they still. I guess that wasn't that great. Repeat that for the people in the back. I don't think they heard you. He didn't want her until he wasn't the star anymore. He had to learn some lessons to get her, but she waited on him. She waited on that man. 
ain't waiting for no nigga. If you don't he, want me now, she if you don't waited. let me know, I'm not waiting for you. She I, waited. I'm not waiting for she you. She waited. It must have been good, because I ain't waiting. <laughs> what about Love Jones? Okay. Love Jones was toxic. As hell. How? As I got older and watched it, I just feel like it was toxic because I don't know. I, I I I've seen it through maybe two times, so I have to rewatch it again. But it's just—I'm it, not saying it was bad, but they just was toxic to each other. They were, but that's what made it a good movie because they weren't right for each other, but they were. Oh, okay. Uh, Color of Friendship. Never yeah. saw it. Yo, you need to write down all the black movies you never seen, and we're gonna watch it. Cause I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> um, they named uh Antoine Fisher. That was more that was kind of half and half. It was some trauma in that, but it was empowering too. See where he came from. Then they named the Princess and the Frog, but they were amphibians the whole time. First of all, that, that goes back to what we were talking about black characters and then they not being um turning into you know cartoon characters to show real life or something emotion or something we were talking about. I think we talked about like a little dabbed into that a little bit. Yeah, then you got Ray. Ray was not empowering. That just showed his life story. That was a hoe and a druggie and made good music. Uh, Jamie Foxx killed that, killed that role, oh, though. He, I thought he was Ray Charles for a moment. He I'm killed that guy. role, though. I'd be like, I thought Ray Charles died. <laughs> Fences. i never seen Fences. Okay, I've I never seen Fences, but what I from what I've read in the stuff, that, it seemed a little traumatizing. I don't know. I'm gonna have to watch that movie. I want to watch that movie though. Barbershop franchises. <laughs> it was a couple of them. I don't know about empowerment, but it was good to see. I mean, it's a good movie for black people. I was gonna say. I never seen Tangerine. They named that Tangerine. Girl, I don't know, but that was on, that was last on the list. So I guess they just had to add something there. Yeah. It was like Cindy Rella dragged that girl by her hair from the flop house. Oh, girl, this this sounds like a low budget. Uh, I mean, clearly. Yeah, I think I think uh, we pretty much covered most of them. Let me see if there's another because some of these we've already covered. Girls Trip for empowering, just a not good. for empowering, just a good. Oh, black just a movie. good black movie. Yeah, that was a feel good movie. movie. Mm, that's a lot of movies. Oh, what about the Django? That was good, but that was traumatizing. Very. Especially Ali. That was a good. Yeah, that was good. Let me see. We almost there. What about um? I'm gonna get you, sucker. That was a funny movie. That you was hilarious. That? that was yeah. I seen that. Girl, that, that was, was so hilarious. Funny. Well, then you could go with Friday with, with stuff like that, like Friday oh, yeah. one, two, three. Um, Friday franchise. Friday the third. The third Friday is a Christmas movie. I just want to let that be known. That is the best movie, though. That's my that, favorite that, one. 
Okay, I'm about the best. That's the second. That's the best Friday. What's your favorite Friday? The first Friday is the best to me. I've seen it too many times. I can recite it till it's not funny no more because I can, I can say the whole one. But the first one is the best. Then the Friday the third, the third Friday. Then the second Friday is gonna be last. The second like, one is Derek's favorite. He loved Pinky. Really? Yes, he loves the second one. Then you got a uh, hustle and flow. They named. Yeah. I was traumatizing me. Hidden figures. Oh, hidden figures definitely was a power rant. If I did, if I really liked the science and math, I would have did that. But I don't like it. Pet Pariah. I never heard of that movie. Pariah. Mhm. It's a it's a LGBTQ black movie. LGBTQ. Yeah. Would I say it wrong? Very. I, did I not say it right? You L- said so wrong. LGBTQ. You said two. First of all, y'all, we are up in the middle of the night at this point. So <laughs> what's she yeah, not going to do? At the time, I'm like, damn, is this time? Yes, <laughs> one in the morning. Okay, so Inside Man, I never heard of that. You never Tra- seen that? That's a good movie. Training Day. Training Day was, that was not a positive light. That made... First of all, if he was going to win, why didn't he win off of Malcolm, Malcolm X? <laughs> I never saw the movie, but I'm like, if he was going to win, another, he Okay, that's another thing about what these Oscar wins on these negative roles. Uh, Holly Berry. She had to get her back blown by a white man to win an Oscar. Dear White People, i never seen that. Yeah, it's a good. It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. I never saw that. Have you seen the new Bel Air? So I got my I got my um vices with the with that, right? I've seen people say it's good, but this this I just wanna say this, and this kind of pissing y'all because a lot of people saying that the first one was goofy and funny and wasn't like drama filled. It was. No, 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 no. It was goofy and funny. But they did talk about some very important topics. On no, that that's show. what I'm saying. It was drama in that. Oh, okay. My bad. Girl, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you... Girl, you about to get cussed out. But not for real. I'm going to cuss you out. But um, now nah, I'm going to do that because I love you. No, but it just made me mad when they said that. I'm like, so y'all forgot the episode when Carlton took the drugs? Or y'all got forgot the episode with the gun? The episode when they got stopped? That was, was one because Carlton didn't realize it was because they was black. And, uh, That's the first black, time he realized it. Was, it. Yeah. That was that that probably was one of the most deepest, like racial wise episodes throughout the season. Hell, even when with Will and his dad. That's my favorite one. That's when I knew Will was an actor. Oh yeah, because I cried too. I was like, every time I watched that, every time I said that episode, I cried. That was sad. So it just kind of made me mad when they trying to play it off like, yes, it was funny, but they had some deep conversations. They even, did. There's so many, even with, uh, okay, when they friend was a fugitive for the Black Panther, that, that episode, it's so many episodes, they really got deep. So messy with that. I think that 
you know, people are like, well, because this one is like a total, like this ain't a comedy at all. So I don't know if they're saying oh, because there's okay. no funny elements in this at all. Like it is, I mean, it is, you know, Will is still goofy and making little jokes, but I mean, it's no, it's no humor. Jeffrey is a henchman. <laughs> Yo, but I ain't trying to hold you. Jeffrey in the first one could have been a henchman. We just didn't know. You, you right, because he watched the kids more than they did. Jeffrey had a Jeffrey had his own life. I would love to know the background on the first Jeffrey too. I wonder if they're gonna give us a backstory of Jeffrey on the new one. We we gonna get one of the old. I know because the. Mm. But But what did you think about Hillary? What do you think about the new characters like Hillary Clark? I'm trying to tell. I'm trying to get to the point of I don't watch it because why the freak? Like I don't like this whole new concept of trying to revamp or reboot shows that don't really need to be reboot like that i heard about them rebooting martin no keep martin as is leave it there don't try to reboot there is no new martin without martin right that's what i'm saying and then you really can't do it without tommy so no no yeah so i just when i first saw it i was really i'm kind of still against it like i don't know maybe one day when i get really bored i mean really bored I mean, really bored. I watch it, but for now, I'm just like irritated because that's a classic in itself. Why did we need to redo it, or why did y'all need to reboot it? Maybe you know what they probably should have did. What they probably could have did, like either a prelude, Fresh Prince type of thing, or they could have did like life after you know when when they kids grew up or something but don't try to like that whole will and we already know the story i don't know i just i'm just feeling iffy about it like i'm still like uh. i watched it and i like it for what it is because they're trying to make it more modern and, and this and that so i like it for that aspect of it um i mean you got you got carlton he really is on drugs in this one but it still covers like the basic stuff like like the 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 foundation carlton was jealous of will we knew that was a big thing you know in the original because you know uncle phil was catering more and relating more to will just because they came they were in the The hood you know what i'm saying so i feel like will was reminding them of where they came from which is why they related to him more and that is still shown in this in this new one you know (laughs) ain't the ain't the new uncle phil alpha yes that shit was funny and when i saw that i was like oh hell no he is an alpha and he is trying to be a district attorney which we knew that was the end of uh, Fresh Prince of Bella when he no, was trying he, to run for that. He to be the, Uncle Phil was trying to run for that on the last couple of seasons. Not a district attorney because Uncle Phil was a judge. He was trying to be like a, Oh, he was trying to be a judge? No, he's he was already a judge. I think he was trying to be like a governor or something, mayor or something, like something else. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he, like you wouldn't go from dish, like a judge to district attorney. Girl, I don't know. I'm and telling you, then, I'm just saying, like, you just wouldn't do that. Unless oh, okay. you really don't, unless you want to go backwards. But people don't, it's usually the other way around. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, Aunt Viv is a teacher who's lost her way. And then, what that mean, lost her way? What that mean? 
she she used to be an artist, but now she's kind of like in the shadow of the new Uncle Phil. I don't like that. See, I don't like that. Right, and but she wasn't in the shadow in the original. She had her own, and I'm only talking about the first unveil because the second one. Y'all need to quit being mean to the light skin unveil. She was just no, taking over I'm, for the dark skin. I'm not even trying to be funny, Renita. Like. If you really look at it, the first Unviv had a life. She had her own identity. I feel like the second one was kind of ditzy at times. It was just like, girl. Why well, I don't understand why they couldn't replace her with another dark-skinned woman. That's what I didn't understand. I didn't understand that either, girl. Because what would explain Carlton and Ashley at that point? Because Hilly was the only light-skinned kid. And what I like about the new one is all the kids are dark-skinned in the, in the new Bel Air. See, I also got a... There's not one light skin. The lightest person in that house is Will. I got a bone to pick, though, because they don't have... I think some of them are African actors or British actors. Mm, I don't know. I probably... I think Carlton, he's African or British or something. He's not African-American. No, I could tell by his face he's not. Yeah, so... That's another thing, too, is just like, bruh, if we're talking about African Americans or Black Americans, as you want to call it, why are you getting like you can't tell me there was other actors that didn't do good? I'm sorry, it's just no way. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I have to look that up. I have to look that up. I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe when I get bored, like I said, I'd be so bored. I'm like, girl, let me just look on this. See what it's about. It's not that bad because me and Derek, we watched it because we, like, we didn't have nothing else. You proving my point, girl. You are proving my point. Because I was like, I'm cool with the first one. Like, I don't need a second one. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of was on that, too. And I just realized that Fresh Prince is older than me by a couple of days. Fresh Prince was that, was, was... It was iconic. It was up there with Martin. Like, like, it came out in the 90s. I was born uh, September 25th, 1990. That came out September. Like, you know, so it's a connection between me and Fresh Prince. Well, Will, Will Smith in the new one, he put a gun in a gangster's face. So they made it really more modern than Ashley. I think they're trying to tip off that she is into girls. And then this, this new Hillary, she ain't ditzy at all. She is she is all about being an individual, finding her way. Like they switched her whole character up. I mean, okay. Which I'm just telling you what the new characters no, 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 are. I get what you're saying, but I feel like with with the old Hillary, she was dissy, but she she was finding her way. She, she was finding it in a dissy way. Like but it looked like her and Jazzy Jeff. I think she just played that role to not have to deal with a lot of shit. So she wouldn't have to be bothered. Yes. Cause you cause let's let's be real, a lot of people be playing dumb because they don't want to deal with the bullshit. That's true. And then you have um J- J- Jazzy Jeff is in it too. And yeah. he owns a record store and he's a, a, a Uber driver, sorta. Of. What? So he owns a record store in Philly or in LA? LA. That was always Will's friend in LA. Jazzy Jeff was his friend in LA. In the old one too. In Philly too. Mm-mm. They had met. That was his only friend. That was his first friend when he moved to Bel Air. So they sure? kept that. Because they talked about Philly like back in the day. Like they were reminiscing about Philly and stuff. 
you think I well in the new one is LA, but I thought in the old one that was his only friend. I had to Bella, look that up. Bella too. Because I really thought that wasn't his Philly friend in the old one either, though. I really thought no, I really thought like he knew him and he just how so happened to had come out there. I don't think and so, but I'd have to look at the Bella. episodes again because I don't I thought Jazzy Jeff was always his friend in Bella. I didn't think he was yeah, ever. I have to go back too because I, I there was a time where they was like, "You remember this in Philly?" And da, da, da. I don't know. I have to go back. Mm. Well, cousin, I think that we are officially off the subject. Yeah, because girl, we had we didn't hit two hours. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm, I got it anyway. My thing. <laughs> Damn, it's a lot. Some stuff you gonna edit and it makes sense. I'm sorry, cause I try not to say that. For I mean, me. I don't edit out too much stuff. Like we talk, like yeah. you know, the most time I think we was around this time last time, and I think only 30 minutes got cut out, so it wasn't that much. I try to keep most of it in, cause if you're gonna listen, you're gonna listen. If you're not, you're not. Yeah, we so appreciate if you listen. If you we do, listen. because and we still need topics from you guys because yes. We did really good staying on the top. I think we just veered off. And I think we could just we, be getting sleepy because it's 2 o'clock in the morning. So, cousin, as usual, this this has been a good time. Can you think of a subject for next week? I mean, next time, or are we just going to wing it again? We're going to wing it. But I just want to say that I asked people on Instagram, and nobody said nothing, and I cussed them clean out. Because nobody said anything? Girl, yes. How you gonna get mad because people don't answer you? Because okay, this no, this is what it was. I saw people saw they looked at the video but didn't say nothing. So that's why I cussed them out. So you saw what I was asking for topics, but you ain't say nothing. Oh, you I need anger out. management. That's what you No, I don't, girl. Anger management where you get mad at everything. I don't get mad at everything. But that was irritating because it's like, so you see why I'm asking for for ideas, but y'all not gonna answer. Oh, okay. I got y'all. I remember that shit. Well, we seem to be doing real good finding our own topics. I mean, we keep veering off of it, but we still we make... We, I think, we did I think, good this time. I think we did good this time, and I think that we agree more than we disagree. This is the first episode where we agree more than we disagree. Yeah, because it'd be you. What? <laughs> On that note... <laughs> Oh, now you want to look. Now you want to cut it off, y'all. No, no, no. Goodbye. (laughs) But, but audience, thanks for listening. And if you do have a topic and you see the video, Candace is watching, so you need to answer on the comments. (laughs) Okay, that was on Instagram. See, see, y'all see how she tried to play me, right? She just take my words out of content. Go ahead and end this so I can cuss you out. All right, everybody. And until next time, don't forget to be. Thank you. Follow her. Oh, yeah. Up here, you'll see where you will follow Candace, ABCDEFG underscore. And then you. (laughs) Actually, it's at LA underscore TX underscore MD underscore GA for Candace. And follow me at. B-E underscore your own kind. Look at the look she giving me because I always make fun of her handle. <laughs> Say bye to the people, cousin. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> Don't forget to be kind to yourself and each other. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>